Greetings! This is the second video on the blog, and tonight's topic on this blog is fearing death. And the reason I'm bringing this available is because right now, the world, a number of people within the world, are fearing COVID, up to the point of being paranoia, paranoic. Now, there's a reason why people fear death. And usually, if you're talking on a spiritual basis, it's because they don't know what their future holds because of their walk. What I try to point out in this blog is common sense, why you would fear something that is being overblown by the mainstream media as being deadly. Now, understand what I'm saying here. I'm not saying that COVID isn't deadly because it is to a certain group of people within our walk. What we have to recognize is the severity within it for those who are healthy and have a healthy immune system. Now, they've developed vaccines, which are questionable, of what's involved with those vaccines, whether they're DNA-altering type, or people have actually, after taking it, have died. Uh, there was a group in India of medical professionals, frontline people, who took the vaccine, and within 19 hours, or no, there was 19 of them, within days after taking the vaccine, died. This makes me wonder just how, how much fear is out there in order to stimulate that type of response, that type of response. And my thought process is a number of reasons why we would succumb without knowledge and understanding, or setting aside all of the warnings and the information through confusion. However, I want to I want to stop here at that particular with that statement, and I want to explain what this blog is going to be about. I'm going to try. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to be another uh, fear mongering or stating that I'm going to say only the truth. I am going to base my blogs on truth, but I want you to recognize that my opinion is going to be involved in that truth. And I want to use spiritual knowledge and understanding of what it is that we need to do in order to continue walking within knowledge, understanding, which creates wisdom. And that wisdom then gives us the opportunity to make choices that are going to affect our lives. That outside of the control of government and agencies and doctors and scientists, government, that we're going to make decisions based on our understanding of what the situation is around surrounding us. And I'm saying that on this 
thought process because this is what I have used in my life to go forward and understand who's involved in my life. I recognize that going through this life on a spiritual level, we're in a desert. And I equate it as being such, a desert. And in that desert, there are a number of different situations and areas that we may not have any control over. And there are other individuals involved in this desert as well. The thought process on that is to know what the person that's with you in the desert is capable of doing in order to survive. In other words, to me, is how much of a threat does that individual represent to me of me completing my journey without them interfering? My weapon to determine that is knowledge. Through the knowledge, understanding. Through the knowledge and understanding will give me what I call wisdom to make decisions based on that information that I have been able to garner about who's in the, in the desert with me. If you're looking for personal information on these individuals, you're not going to get it because they're not going to reveal what you want to know, they're going to reveal what they want you to know. What you have to do is gather information to understand what the world, those people in it, are capable of doing in order to survive. That gives you protection in making a choice of whether or not you involve yourself in other people's lives or where you're going to go how you're going to get there, what you're going to accept as being truth, who's telling you that truth. Now, in order for us to gather this kind of information, we need to have other people give us their side of the story. This blog is going to interview a number of different people from different parts of the world of how other people influence their lives. One, uh, I'm trying to... Um, to give you an example of the type of interview that I want to conduct. One will be with an individual here in Canada developing a separation group for Alberta to secede from the Dominion of Canada and become a part of the United States of America. They call it the 51st state. Now, this individual is a young woman who has been involved with politi the political scene for a number of different years, provincially. And she speaks, I believe, as an authority in how she is involved in this political scene. That's just one. Then the other is I'm trying to arrange an interview with a gentleman who is a minister in Africa and has a very successful ministry. And I'm going the interview will be on how the influence from the Trumpeters Call blog, not this blog, 
trumpeters call information through WordPress is involved in infect affecting his walk and his teachings going out to the, to the groups. All of these areas are important. Then, of course, then I want to interview individuals who are involved with the trumpeter's call through WordPress and what the teachings and the writings and the warnings, what they mean to them, how they've affected their lives, has it had an effect on their lives, and why has it had an effect? So that this kind of information becomes available to all of us, that we understand and know that through the opinions and the desires and the designs of drawing of information, people are formulating a plan of how they're going to continue their journey spiritually through this world. Now, I don't believe anything that the world teaches. I'm sorry for those of you who are scholars and you have degrees behind your name and all the rest of it. To me, what that brings you, and if this offends you, then maybe take a look. What it means to me is that you have enough knowledge to recognize that you're wise, and in your wisdom, you may become a fool. That's what the scriptures tell me, and I stand on that because I have seen it several times. Many educated people being very foolish because they get so heady and so into themselves, they forget about common sense. And they stand on their degrees and they think that what they're doing is the most important thing in the world. This is the people that I want to expose. I want you to understand that there are individuals out there who are so full of themselves. They'll give you information believing that it's the truth or that it's knowledgeable and it's worldly wisdom. And in reality, it's what comes out of the end of a bull. Anyways, to continue forward, giving recognition and understanding of where this blog is going to go, I want individuals to understand, I'm not trying to formulate anything within you. What I'm giving you is information for you to discern what you want to do with it. Anything that you would do with it is up to you. <clears throat> through the interviews, through different articles, through different, different teachings, or not teachings, but through different situations that I uncover, as I'm investigating and going forward, and I'm not going to draw on now world news. I'm not going to draw. I don't want to talk about Biden. I don't want to talk about Trump. I don't want to talk about COVID. What I want to talk about is, is, is events within people's lives. What are the things that are influencing them to do what they're doing in order to survive? What is it that brings you to the, to the surface of knowledge to understand what's going on in your life and why it's going on. This is the important part as far as I'm concerned. The events of the world, yes, they're important, and yes, they do affect us. But at the same time, there are small little events that are occurring in our lives within our walk through this, excuse me, through this world that affect us emotionally, physically, because emotions are the, the key to illness. Now, the video that I want to talk about, or the, the information that I want to talk about on this blog is fearing death. Fearing death. Why do we fear death? What is it that there is about death other than the fact that it's a mystery, 
And most people fear it because they don't, it's an unknown. It's an unknown factor for them. Now, the undertonings within this information is on a spiritual level. Please understand that I speak on spiritual level. I do not talk on a carnal level. I do not believe in carnal teachings because the carnal teachings lead you only to death. They will teach you nothing. They will give you no forward movement. They will not give you common sense. Common sense. They'll teach you to do exactly what this video is talking about. You'll end up fearing death because you don't have answers. Now, let's move forward in this, fearing death. Being removed spiritually from our earthly temple for some is a doorway into a whole new world. For others, it represents a different doorway leading to an eternity without Yeshua and the eternal life of peace promised. Here are moments those walking in the light of Yeshua as believers and followers might at times forget. Our fleshly vessel is our holy temple, which the Lord has placed the upkeep, care, and responsibility with us to maintain as such. 1 Corinthians 3.16 Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, I want to speak to this because I know the ones that are in the world are going to go, ah, listen, what I'm trying to tell you is that your vessel, your body, is just that. It's a vessel. Now, there are many in the world who have regimens, physical activity regimens, and they honor their body as a result of those physical, and they tone it and make it healthy, believing that it's going to extend their life, and in many cases it does. The important, what I'm trying to show you, is on a spiritual level, if you use the same regimen for spirituality, you begin then to realize that your body is a temple. And what you put in it will determine how healthy that temple is. On a spiritual level, I want to say this to you in sincerity, common sense. Now, understand my background was an athlete and my desire was to be a professional athlete. In doing so, at a very young age, I determined that I was going to study the anatomy of the body. And in doing that, I began to understand all the different areas of weaknesses within my body that I needed to work with and tone up. And I'm sure there's many who do the same when they're in their exercise regimen. The one thing that I did find about the anatomy of our body is that it was built to last a thousand years. However, there is a determined length of years that we live because our body has been replicated, 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 and over the every replication, a certain amount we lose. A certain number of years we lose. But here's what you need to understand. The very part that is physical that you look at every day and that you work at keeping healthy or 
attempting to keep it healthy, is the very housing of what who we are. Within it is a spirit. We were made in that in that vision as a spirit. Whether you believe it or not, the truth is it's there. What you do with that spirit is up to you. There's a lifespan, anywhere from 80 to 120 years, that we have time to work with that spirit for eternity, because spirits do not die. Keep that in mind. Spirits do not die. And when we pass on, that's what we're talking about here, that's what, when we pass on, that spirit moves into a new form of life. This life is 80 to 120 years. The new form of life is eternal. It lasts forever. It never stops. So the situation is such. Common sense tells me that if I have a regimen to, to make this body healthy for the 80 to 120 years, why would I not stop and think about what I need to do to exercise that spiritual part of who I really, truly am. And in doing so, there are many different forms of ways that individuals attempt to work with that spirit. For me, I believe there is only one way, and I'm hoping that I can guide you and lead you to that. Understand the eternal life that we're going to go into is one where we need to recognize and understand there's only one doorway in. The information that I'm going to give you over a period of time with these blogs, I hope, will give you understanding, knowledge, and wisdom to work with in order to draw you to a recognition of what we're talking about. In here, I have just given you a sample, okay? I will quote scriptures, and I'm praying that your interest will take you to those scriptures and you will understand what they're talking about. Not that I'm trying to evangelize, I'm not. The next verse should be a staunch reminder not to take our temple for granted. It is not just a housing we spiritually dwell in while journeying through this life. 1 Corinthians 3.17 tells us, explains, why we mustn't fail to maintain our temple as commanded. If any man defiles the temple of God, he shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple are all of you. So realize what he's saying here, what, I, what the Lord is saying to you. Now, because I'm talking on the spiritual level, I want you to understand that God is with us in our temple at all times. Hard to believe, but it's true. And people say to me, well, my temple, I get sick at times. And, and there, look at all these young, young babies and young people and, and elderly and all the people dying from different diseases, especially cancer. Why is that happening? Lack of knowledge, lack of understanding, lack of wisdom. 
You see, many times we subject ourselves to a nature that goes against the laws, the laws not of the land, but spiritual laws. My belief, and I hope that you will adopt it, is nothing happens to us in the flesh that hasn't already happened to us in the spirit. And when you begin to understand that philosophy, you begin then to understand what it is that stands against us as individuals. Each individual creates situations within their life that causes spiritual sickness. And that spiritual sickness is called sin. But we don't want to accept that. Our wisdom, the world tells us, oh, come on, that's a bunch of hooey. Science doesn't support that. Okay. So if you want to believe science, then my question to you is this. How many times have you gone to the doctor and asked him to help you determine what's making you ill? And he checks you anatomy, does a blood test, does an x-ray, does ultrasounds, all different kinds of forms of wisdom, worldly wisdom, and gives you a piece of paper with a prescription on it with the following words. Try this and see if it helps. Excuse me. Try this and see if it helps. Then why are you giving it to me? Why aren't you explaining to me what it is that's causing me to be ill? Try this and see if it helps. Folks, my wisdom tells me that that makes you a guinea pig. He doesn't have an answer. So he's going to give you something that he's hoping is going to work to not eliminate, but to alleviate. And there's a difference. You see, you understand, we go through this world hoping that we can find shortcuts that will allow us to continue moving forward without any hindrance, without pain, without any hindrance, without any sickness and illness, so that we continue moving forward doing what we desire and what we believe as being our goal. Not realizing that some of the things that we do to attain that goal is the cause of our sickness. Hard to believe? Check this out. If I'm the type of an individual who will do anything to get to the top of the ladder, how many times do you find that individual suffering from ulcers, maybe possibly stressful fatigue, um, heart condition, all other little anomalies that are, are part of the body? What do you think? brings those forward and on. Someone said to me, well, there's blood clots and different things, you know, there's disease, there's bugs and diseases and all the rest of it. And yes, there is. But understand something. As a believer, 
and walking under spiritual guidance of the Lord, how many individuals that are doing that faithfully do you find being sick? My wife and I have individuals coming into our home and they say, don't you people ever get sick? And we go, well, no. Now, you have to understand, my wife suffers with an anomaly within her spinal column, which has put her in a, in a wheelchair since 1997 and to date. What the doctors told her back when she was initially diagnosed with this, which is a tumor on the inside of her spinal column, pinching off the nerves, that allow that incapacitates the lower part of her anatomy and still functional arms and upper body. People say it is being a disease, and I'm going, no, it's an anomaly. Something happened in her past that caused an injury, which formulated a fracture or something within that vertebrae that the body then formulated a, a tumor around it to protect itself. And it grew to a certain size, which then pinched off the nerve, the spinal column. To date, it hasn't grown, it's benign, and it's dead, but it's still there. Now, they wanted to operate on it, and she said no, because the odds of her becoming a, a paraplegic rather than a, <clears throat> a quadriplegic rather than a paraplegic were high and great. So she said no to it. But recognize what I'm trying to say to you, is that we have health. We don't have the anomalies that 99.9% .9 of the people have. What I'm, trying to do, what I'm trying to show you and have you understand is that there's a way to have that. But it's not in the world. The wisdom the world gives you is cover-up. It's not a deletion of sickness. It's just putting it aside. The chemicals... Um, Years ago, my wife and I ran a foundation, a nonprofit and charitable organization to help people out of pain who were suffering migraine headaches. And we were helping people. We were getting them off the medications. And we brought them back into a normal life. The drug companies went after us and shut us down. But the, the point I'm trying to make here is that there were answers that we were giving to people. And of course the world, because they couldn't make any money from it, didn't want us to succeed. Understand, the world is driven by money, driven by greed. Your COVID thing right now, recognize people are making fortunes off of this. The vaccines that are being put out, they're being manufactured. And I think they were telling me uh, these things that they, you know, each one of these is the government is sponsoring it, but they're paying hundreds of thousands, thousands and thousands of dollars for everyone to get these vaccines. 
Now, here we go. It comes back down to that, well, let's see if this works. And of course, there's side effects to it where we're seeing people being maimed and sick and dying. There was one gentleman who took the vaccine and 99 hours later, he was dead. It, it, there's all kinds of reasoning behind it. And I'm saying to you that there is a different path that you can follow to overcome your fear of death. The following video is my rendition on how to live in and on faith learning. We must do it in steps. And I present that video on my site called Trumpeter's Call on WordPress, and you can get to it through romborobert.com. That's R-O-M-B-O-U-G-H dot com, robert.com. And that article is called Fearing Death. And within it, you'll see the video is there. I'm going to post this. I'm hoping that it will come up on this site, but I doubt it will. However, if you want the, to follow that, that video is on that site. I pray that you would register and receive articles that will give you information, further information, spiritual information, to draw you into a, a knowledge and an understanding of what it takes in order to find the protection that I'm talking about. I'm not talking just about not dying, because we're all destined to die. It's where you're going to end up once you pass away that I'm talking about. So I'm inviting you to gather further information. That's what this blog is about, is to create an interest in gaining more information and understanding. Now, I know there's a group of people out there who are going to say, yeah, this guy is a nut. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's talking fairy tales and all these little doodads and spiritual things. And I'm saying to you who would use common sense, remember I said there's educated people who believe they're strong and wise and end up being fools? So my say to you is why would you follow a fool? Someone who would demean somebody who has hope and care in his heart to bring you a different perspective. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's my attempt, is to give you a different perspective. Use your common sense to understand what I'm trying to say to you. I'm not evangelizing. I'm giving you information. Information for you to stand on and recognize there is a different life. Normally, I, in, that, in this position, I would say a prayer, but I'm not going to say a prayer for those, for you, because I don't want you to think that this is spiritual. It is, but it's not religious. That's the word I was looking for. I pray that you, I understand that you will have questions, and if you do, you can bring them forward. I'll answer whatever I can. 
and I will do it in such a way that it's not evangelizing. It's giving you information. It's informing you of what your options are. That's what I'm bringing forward here. Overcoming that fear of dying. Overcoming the fear of the unknown. When we have knowledge and understanding, that fear is eliminated. When we have recognition that there is something better than what we have here and now, then we understand what it means for it to bring us knowledge and bring us a, a way of making a decision that's going to affect us eternal for eternity. That's what I'm talking about. Our life, I did an analogy with my son a number of years ago. And I said to him, take a drop of water and drop it into a glass. And he did. And he said, okay, so what? I said, well, that water incorporated itself with the water that was in the glass, right? And he said, yeah. I said, now take that same drop of water and drop it into the ocean. Now, it incorporates itself into the water that's in the ocean. But where does it go? The ocean represents eternity. Our life is the drop of water. Once we pass from this life into the next life, that drop of water goes into the ocean of eternity. And what happens to it? Now, that's the fear that most people have because that's the unknown. We don't know in this without having knowledge and understanding and information. We don't know. What I'm saying to you is that I'm offering you a doorway to gather information, to have understanding where that drop of water, how it's going to be affected and where it goes eternally within that ocean of eternity. Having that understanding and that knowledge gives you a chance to overcome those fears, to recognize that there's something better, to recognize that in this life, there are things that make your life better now as you journey through it. But that comes when you have the knowledge and understanding and then the wisdom to use that knowledge and understanding to answer some of the questions that you have in your own mind and in your heart of what's going to happen to you eternally. Now, here's one of the biggest problems human beings have. They generally don't start thinking about their physical demise until they hit 50s, mid-50s, and early 60s, then they begin to realize that, you know what, there is that demise looming in the future. What I'm trying to do is to give you information as early as possible in your life to recognize that there's answers to some of the questions and some of the fears and to dispel that unknown. Give yourself a chance to do that. And with that knowledge and understanding, then there will be decisions that you have to make which are going to affect you when you get into your 50s and 60s 
that you can make a choice and a decision. Now, here's one other point I want to make to you, is that we don't have a guarantee that we're going to live even into the 60s or 70s and 80s. Because of the activities of our life, the things that happen. Remember, I read to you that if we don't look after our temple, the Lord will destroy it. He doesn't just reach down and go squish. But over a period of time, through certain diseases, certain curses, things that happen, that the physical body dies. It's destroyed. Cancer is one, it's eaten away. Tuberculosis, other diseases that are fatal. Recognize and understand our spirit that lives within us, within this body, who we really are, when you can grasp that and understand that that spirit is going to live forever and get past the foolishness and stupidity of some of the people who are out there saying, ah, when you die, they just bury you and the worms will eat you and that's it. That's what it's all about. And I'm saying to you, recognize what they're saying and who's saying it. What I'm talking about is that there is a form of knowledge and understanding that gives you a different kind of wisdom that will give you the knowledge and understanding to move forward in decisions that you make for yourself. Do not let other people influence you. Gather the information that's important to you to understand what it means to walk in spirituality. And I'm not talking about all the other 50 million different types of religions. I'm talking about one thing, and that's opening a doorway to knowledge. Knowledge of who God is. Now, many people don't want to recognize God because they fear death. I've had people tell me, oh, I <laughs> don't talk to me about God because I'm such a bad person. There's no way understand something and I'm saying this with sincerity and from my heart to you to recognize we all live under what is called grace and that grace gives us an opportunity to find out how much love this God that could destroy us in the snap of a finger how much love he has for you. How much compassion he has for you. And when you, when you encounter individuals who have experienced that, and they talk to you about it, and then they demonstrate it for you through the fact that what I have said to you about my wife and I, we're not, we don't get ill, we don't have sickness in our home. Realize the testimony that I'm bringing to you. I'm saying to you that the knowledge and the understanding that I gained by walking through the doorway and putting myself in his hands has brought that to me. And this is a preview of the life that that little drop of water going into the ocean is going to experience. 
as it incorporates itself in that ocean of eternity. I cannot emphasize what I'm saying to you any more than I already have. I'm going to shut down now. It's your choice to make the decisions that you desire to make. With that, I pray that you'll have a good day. And within that day, you will answer a number of questions through this video. I thank you for taking the time. I would say subscribe through YouTube, which I'm going to post this on as well. Um, I can't remember. Oh, um, YouTube, WordPress, um, Trumpeter's Call. I'm searching for the word of where this is going to be. Um, I will get it. Anyways, God bless.